1: Love my way indeed, and a psychedelic first. Take us into a wrestling debate, ladies and gentlemen, for Wednesday night. August the ninth, twenty eighteen, eight nine eighteen, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wrestling Debate Show. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared Dijon, singing the vocals and also playing the guitar and jamming it out for you here as only we can here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. call ID one three nine nine two five pound. You can join us right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we've got a great show lined up for you, including the King Queen of Madness, Mr and Mrs. NWO, Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow herself, Michelle Dodds. The Human Suplex Machine, my other colleague, however, who usually joins us on the debate, Mr. John Gross, is not with us this evening. He is at a show as we speak, ladies and gentlemen, the Counting Crows, to be exact. And, John, we want to say on behalf of uh, everyone here at the Wrestling Debate Table, we miss you this week, and we'll be back with you next week, however, hopefully at the debate table as well. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about, so where do we begin? Where do we begin? Oh, where do we begin? Well, let's tell you where we begin, folks. Uh, Of course, tonight going on down at Full Sail University right now, ladies and gentlemen, the May Young Tournament Classic is underway as we speak. Of course, we are going to be getting updates throughout the evening here, ladies and gentlemen, of what's going on in that tournament? Of course, night two will be tomorrow night there at Full Sail University. Tickets, we understand, have been sold out for weeks, however. It should be an interesting night of action, however, down there in Orlando, if you will. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you about where you can catch the WWE in action at a facility near you, as we only do every week here on the Wrestling Debate Show. First off, this coming Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, that's right this Monday night, right before SummerSlam, join the Monday Night Raw gang live from the legendary Greensboro Coliseum. Yes, folks, Greensboro, North Carolina, get ready. We're going to be coming to your town, however, Monday night, and who knows what, I-40, I-95, and the rest of the Outer Banks is going to look like after it's uh, hit by a massive F5 hurricane in the form of the beast incarnate, Mr. Brock Lesnar, who, of course, two weeks ago we saw strike Miami with a vengeance and definitely leave some havoc in his wake. Meanwhile, this Tuesday, however, catch out the SmackDown superstars, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the... uh, Bon Wellness Arena how are in Greenville, South Carolina, but early in the morning, get a chance to meet the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Yes, folks, AJ Styles will be signing autographs at 6118 Whitehorse Road. In Greenville, of course, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, as he will be talking with the fans before the show from 11 to 1 this Tuesday morning. How, next Tuesday, I should say, from 11 to 1. Also, in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday, a week from tomorrow, how, ladies and gentlemen, meet the show off Dolph Ziggler. Yes, the IC champion will be signing RS from 11:30 to 130 next Thursday. Howard, at 5:55, Fifth Avenue. In New York, however, as he will be talking uh, with the fans, however, about Raw, the first 25 years, and other books, however, at the Barnes & Noble store there, uh, a quick word of caution to all of you in that area, get there early, space is limited, and tickets are flying off the shelf very quickly for that meet and greet next Thursday. Then, next Friday, at the 4040 Club Restaurant at the Barclays Center, however, from 1 to 3.30, however, come meet Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Sasha Banks, however, or excuse me, not Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss will be signing our restaurant from 3.30 to 5.30 there, however, next Friday, however, as well. Uh, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H will be signing our graphs on Saturday from 6, to, or, excuse me, Friday night from 6.30 to 8.30. Sheamus and Cesaro, meanwhile, will be doing a meet and greet, however. There's the bar who, of course, uh, Last night came up a little short of their attempt to get back what was once their property. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tower will be doing a meet-and-greet next Friday night at 112 Eisenhower Parkway in Livingston, New Jersey from 7 to 9.30 called Creating the Mania. An inside look at how WrestleMania comes to life again. Just like the Dolph Ziggler signing on Thursday, however, come to the store there next Friday. A little early, however, if you want to meet and get your photos taken with the bar boys of Sheamus and Cesaro. Then, next Saturday morning, oh boy, you talk about a busy day. we got a crazy day for you. First, from 10 to 10 to 12 hour, come meet Pittsburgh Olympian Kurt Angle. Also, Braun Strowman will be there. Meanwhile, Sasha Banks, yes folks, uh, team boss will be in the house in Brooklyn. As she will be talking with her friends at 61 Graham Avenue in Brooklyn from 11 to 1.30 next Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Right before SummerSlam and right before TakeOver, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder Next Saturday, ladies and gentlemen uh, You can also meet next Saturday, however Ladies and gentlemen, however Finn Balor and Seth Rollins from 12.30 to 2.30 And then from 3.00 to 5.30 You can meet the Miz and Maurice, however Mind you, however At a very special meet and greet gathering Of course, coming up next Saturday So folks, Brooklyn will be the place to be All next week, however Following TV, however, on Monday and Tuesday Now again, uh, it's going to be crazy, however So I would advise getting to a These uh, autograph things a little early in advance, However, if you want to meet your favorite superstars. Then, of course, next Saturday night, of course, the big takeover show will be coming to you live at the Barclays Center. The gates will open at 4.30. The gates open then, of course, and the event starts exactly at 7 p.m. And right now, we can tell you that uh, the main event for that takeover show has been changed. That's right. It has been changed, ladies and gentlemen. Originally, it was supposed to be a triple threat involving Alster Black, the Dutch... Amsterdam uh, superstar Howard taking on Johnny Gargano and Thomasu Chiappa Howard in a triple threat for the NXT world title well apparently Aleister Black has not been cleared Howard by Commissioner William Regal and by the WWE as a result Howard it will be two old friends renewing their rivalry one more time in some type of gimmick match we don't know what kind of match yet it's going to be but it will be the Rocky Balboa of the WWE NXT universe Johnny Gargano Johnny Wrestling going against his former friend and buddy now the NXT world champion Tommaso Ci- Chiapo. We've seen some great matches out of these two already. How are in New Orleans and Chicago? I can only imagine what they're gonna do in Brooklyn this time that might raise the bar, no pun intended, coming up a week from Saturday night. And that is gonna be an action packed night. You can bet on that. Then next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars invade Brooklyn for SummerSlam. And, of course, the event gets underway at 5 p.m. on the WWE Network However, Then a week from Monday, however, the superstars will be at Raw in Brooklyn as well as SmackDown the next night as well. So we wrap up our four days in Brooklyn in a big way. But, folks, I'll tell you what. From next, from a week from tonight to a week from... Um, Tonight, however, it is going to be a mad seven days in Brooklyn. No pen intended. I mean, you thought the heat and humidity were bad and the rain was going to be coming in down and pouring it down on everywhere. However, it is going to be warm, sticky, hot, humid, and definitely a downpour Coming, however, in more ways than one. No pun intended. Again, just a quick reminder: at the Barnes & Noble store again next Thursday morning, folks. Just announced today, Dolph Ziggler will be signing autographs. However, at their Barnes & Noble store at 555 Fifth Avenue from 11:30 to 1 p.m. Get there early, folks. And. in case you're wondering, get there early as the show off, I'm sure, it might be with Drew McIntyre just by himself, but he will be talking with the fans there about the upcoming match he will be having with Seth Rollins, if you will, coming up there a week from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Then we close out August in a big way, ladies and gentlemen, as the superstars of AT Town. Yes, folks, Toronto, Ontario, California, or, I said California, I meant to say Canada. Yes, folks, oh, Canada will be the place to be in a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen, as we close out August in a big way. Now, a quick reminder, how our August 24th and August 25th, ladies and gentlemen, from 5 to 7.30, or 5 to 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, both that Friday, the 24th and 25th, come meet SmackDown GM Paige, and the last kicker herself, Becky Lynch, as they will be talking to their fans there, in Toronto. Also ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, however, on August thirtieth, however, from four to nine, however, come meet AJ Styles, the Miz, Charlotte and Triple H at the Metro Toronto Convention Center, however. That's coming up two weeks from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, from four to seven and five to eight thirty PM, however, in T Town, AK Toronto, Ontario, California. Then, of course, uh, we start off September with a big bang. No pun intended, if you will. Uh, Monday, September 3rd, the superstars invade Columbus, Ohio. Yes, folks, home from the Ohio State University. Just two days removed from their home opener will be the place to be in Columbus, Ohio, at the Schottenstein Center. Then, Tuesday, September 4th, the day after Labor Day, ladies and gentlemen, as fans will be going back to school or starting school again How around that time, the superstars invade Detroit Rock City. Yes, folks, we're going to be coming to you live from Detroit Rock City, ladies and gentlemen, and that should be a great, great time at the Little Caesars Arena as we return to you live from Motown, USA, Detroit Rock City. And speaking of Motown, ladies and gentlemen, coming into the studio now, I see how uh, revved up, ready to go in his Firebird engine and cranking it out loud and proud, ladies and gentlemen. It is the uh Heartbreak Kid, ladies and gentlemen, from my neck of the woods, how as we welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen. It is our good friend, Mr. Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to the Wrestling Debate Show once more. How are you doing? We're doing good, actually. A lot going down, of course. I'm just giving everyone the 411 one on what's going on and some of the superstars will be at, of course, as I did mention. There's going to be a lot of excitement here in the next week and a half. Uh, SummerSlam is not more than 10 days away. Two more matches have been listed. We'll talk about that in just a few moments. Some other locations, folks, that we will talk about right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as the WWE goes in September, here's where you can check out the superstars. The Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana, San Antonio, Dallas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Denver, Colorado, and yes, folks, I just found this out just as we were coming on the air moments ago, ladies and gentlemen. We now have a location where you can catch Raw and SmackDown. First off, Monday, October 1st, the Emerald City. Get ready, the Pacific North in our neck of the woods. Seattle. Yes, folks, Seattle will be the place to be, however, the first day of October as the superstars invade the Emerald City of Seattle, the home of Starbucks, and, of course, the Space Needle, and then Tuesday, October 2nd, the superstars head down to Portland on the I-5 if you will to the Moda Center in the Beaver State of Oregon. Tickets are on sale, I believe, in about three weeks, so, folks, be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, I just found this out, too, Saturday, October 6th, the Super Showdown will get underway at 6 p.m., However, in Melbourne, Australia, but John, um not John, Fonzie, that's not the only thing. Following the Super Show in Australia, they'll be coming back around the country again, this time invading Chicago. Yes, folks, Chi Town, get ready. We're going to be coming back to one of my favorite cities of all, Chicago, Illinois, Monday night. October the 8th at the All-State Arena, and tickets go on sale three weeks from Friday, folks. That's right, August 31st. Get ready, Chicago. We are coming back to you in early October. Then, Tuesday, October 9th, the superstars invade Indianapolis, Indiana at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Tickets go on sale Saturday, September the 1st. Then... Monday night, we, we still don't Well, we have, we've heard that right now the rest of the shows in October have not been announced yet. But Fonzie, right now, looking from this coming Monday in Greensboro till the first week of October, we have got a crazy two month stretch hour of great, great action in some really good towns. Yeah. Yes, and of course, did. as I said, of course, the big fun begins obviously, of course, coming up this Monday in Greensboro, Tuesday in Greenville. And then. Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. And believe me, I don't think anyone's going to get any sleep next week in Brooklyn. It is going to be a crazy seven days. Takeover 4, the autograph sessions where you're going to be at the park so you can meet all your superstars. Alexa Bliss, Braun Strowman, Kurt Angle, Triple H and Stephanie, and Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, A.J. Styles. The list goes on. I mean, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. And believe me, this is the time to crank things up. And speaking of SummerSlam, folks, we're now going to talk about last night's show in Tampa, or excuse me, Orlando, if you will. I said Tampa. Tampa was last week. We're now going to ask our good friend Fonzie about that show in Orlando. Fonzie, last night, however, it was quite a night in the Magic Kingdom. And talking about Magic, well, Seamus and Cesar almost got some Magic going their way, and it looked like they were ready to prove that to everyone, to everyone that Magic was coming back in a big way, and it almost did happen. But in the end... Our boys, the New Day, unfortunately, took their punch and basically punched everyone in the gut, no pun intended, by giving their uh, ticket uh, stomped to Brooklyn. Uh, great match. I haven't seen it yet. How you had a chance to watch it, though, I have not yet seen it, but I've got to ask. What are your thoughts, how are now that the New Day and the Bludgeon Bars are going to meet in Brooklyn?
2: It'll be interesting. It'll be
1: interesting. Yes, it w- yes, it will. No question about it. And, of course, the other story, obviously, of course, is coming off of last night's thing. Selena Vega, Andrea San Almas, of course, defeating Lana Rusev. We understand that match could be announced as early as this weekend or by Monday by GM Page, we understand, on the pre-show. Uh, we know that's happened. Charlotte and Becky Lynch taking care of the Iconics. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, that was a very entertaining match. Cedric Alexander and Hideo Itami fighting a great match on 205 Live, which was an up-and-down show this week. All in all, a pretty good night in Orlando. shall we say, a little bit better than Jacksonville. And speaking of Jacksonville, let's talk about Monday Night Raw if we can, however. A lot went down on Monday night, but the big story, obviously, is what's involving the world title situation. In case you did not hear earlier today, however, we do have an update, however, on the uh, thing, however, mind you, as far as that goes. But before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give you an update on the May Young Tournament, ladies and gentlemen, and here's what's happening, however. Uh, Of course, the first match of the night, however, was Tegan Nox defeating Zetara to advance. So we have just heard that she has won her match, Uh, let's just say. We also have heard that Rhea Ripley defeated MJ Jenkins to win her match. Uh, We were trying to see what else is going on, ladies and gentlemen. We do know that Ember Moon, Alexa Bliss are there, we understand. Lacey Lane defeated Vanessa Craven. And uh, like I said, her... We understand that Killer Kelly just, uh, like I said, however, lost, however, her match against Miyako. But we have also heard Shofunaki and the Perfect ten Ty Dillinger there, Samoa Joe's there. So some big names are there right now as they're taping the show throughout the night. So, folks, those are just some of the updates going on right now at the Mae Young Classic Hour in Orlando However, Now, we did hear, however, like I said, folks, we do have this update. We did talk about this a little bit ago. On uh, Outside the Ropes, however, mind you, earlier this evening, however, and in case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard, however, but before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to congratulate Carl Anderson and his lovely wife, however, welcome to their fourth son, Cash, however, yes, folks, Cash was born this morning, 9 pounds, 4 ounces, 21 inches long at 11 a.m., so the good brother, Mr. Uh, Carl Anderson, once again, has become a proud papa, congratulations to him and his family, if you will, however, on that, however, but as I said, folks, here is where things get a little interesting, however, involving Brock Lesnar. We have heard, how, according to report, ladies and gentlemen, however, that Brock Lesnar will be indeed, possibly maybe leave Brooklyn as the Universal Champion still. There has been reports saying that he could stay the Universal Champion through SummerSlam. Uh, originally, there was talk that he might have dropped the title either to either Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, or Roman Reigns. Now it looks like that might not be the case, however. But you never know. We still got eleven days to go. But there has been speculation that he could be leaving the title situation in limbo and in flux again. We've talked about this many times over, not on this show, but not only in this show, but all the other shows as well, including Raw Radio. Fonty, I've got to get your take on the latest new developments involving Brock Lesnar. Wow! Yeah. Yep. That's Yep. Do you think it's a good call on WWE's part, or do you think it's a good call on Brock's part to just continue to screw over the talent? I mean, what's your take? I mean, seriously.
2: Um, Oh, no. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) Do you think uh, that someone else should deserve the top, considering with the way Brock's been handling things, though? In your opinion? Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And like I said, folks, there's been some talk about this, however, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, we want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, however, there is also this update going on, and I think Fonzie's going to be appreciative of hearing this one. There's been an update on the Hell in a Cell story, however, ladies and gentlemen. What story is that, you ask? Well, we'll tell you about it here in just a few minutes. But we want to remind you tonight, of course, if you thought uh, last night's icebreaker was good on Revolution, be ready for the SmackDown recap of it tonight, however. 13055 pounds. That'll be coming up there at nine o'clock. Join Mr. WCW, myself, and the panel, of course, the top panel, Gerard T. Smith. I will have your news headlines for you, and then we will also talk to you about some of the other things going on in the world of wrestling as well. Let's see, we do have, like I said, some other news going on here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we do know that Renee Young, Beth Phoenix are going to be, are, uh, like I said, are apparently are, uh, like I said, calling the action as we speak right now. As far as the WWE. Uh, show goes tonight, ladies and gentlemen, involving uh, like I said, the match-up power involving, like I said they're calling the uh, women's match tonight, ladies and gentlemen uh, let's see, there was some other news I was talking about, I'm trying to find this story, however, about Lesnar, however mind you uh, like I said, however, we already talked about however, obviously, however okay, here we go this is a story that will be interesting, How I'll talk about it right now, How this is what uh, JR said on Russell's own radio in the Book, the, the story of Brock Lesnar how I, And this is what he had to say Fonte, I'll get your take on it after I read this comment Here's what Jared had to say today on WrestleZone Radio in hindsight, it's easier for us all to judge, myself included. Everybody likes to be a Monday, money, money, mo- Monday morning quarterback, and since we're recording this on a Monday morning, I guess it's quarterback time. I would not have taken that approach. I do not believe in doing a negative sell, but I just don't think you can get anything out of it. I think it's the wrong kinds of emotion that you're attempting to create. I believe that in my view I was taking a different route. That doesn't mean that route is just wrong. It just means I don't get it yet, Howard. That's what he said about that, Howard. Now, as we said, folks, this is what we heard, however, mind you. However. according to reports, however, like they said, there has been discussion. However, that at the moment, for the time being, they're still not really sold on yet. However, but they're kind of debating on this uh, right now. They're kind of saying that they want to make, uh, for the time being, they want to make uh, Brock hold not only the main title, however, the universal title, but also at some point hold the UFC title as well and become a double champion in both sports. We've talked about this of there, Fonzie involving that ghost, Howard, and we've heard preliminary discussions as far as that goes, Howard. Like I said, I will ask you a two part question to this, how before I talk about our next story, however. Number one, does WWE uh get uh some positive feedback out of this from the fans like you and me, or do they think do they get negative? Number one. And number two where does this say? What what does this say for the Universal title at this point? Does this mean that people like Brock Lesnar, uh, or not Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley take a backseat even further to Brock Lesnar's demands in his uh, schedule? I mean, what's your spin and take on this?
2: Oh no, I don't know what the hell WWE's thinking right now. So I would I agree. I would.
1: I would agree. Very good point. Very good point indeed. Good point. And, folks, uh, we can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, however, we do know, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, that uh, right now, however, they have an update as far as the Hell in a Cell show goes, however, coming up next month in San Antonio. We do understand that one of the matches that has been discussed right now has been discussed. It could be Jeff Hardy, however, versus Randy Orton and AJ Styles, however, versus Samoa Joe, in addition to that, there's also some talk now. Even though they're still not sure if it's 100% yet confirmed, however, uh, it could change between now and next week. However, ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the Hell in, in the Hell in the Cell. So those are just some of the matches that they're discussing right now that could be me, at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view coming up on Sunday night, September the 16th. Again, that's one month from now, ladies and gentlemen, that that some of those matches have already been discussed, possibly in the archives, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what's going on, however, as far as Hell in a Cell goes. Like I said, that'll be coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, on the 16th of September, live from the AT&T Center, from the Heartbreak Kids hometown, Shawn Michaels, in San Antonio. So, folks, we're definitely going to be watching this very carefully. And as we said, folks, a lot is going down, of course, uh, today. We do want to also take a look at real quick. However, we want to wish a uh, happy birthday to Shayna Baszler, turning 38 years old today. Uh, of course, she will be having a big date with Carrie Sane coming up a week from this Saturday at Takeover 4. Scott D. Amore, ladies and gentlemen, who turns 44. And also, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, <laughs> tell you also, ladies and gentlemen, we just, and this is going to surprise fondy even, and I think even me, Mrs. Brock Lesnar, yes, folks, Sable, believe it or not, has a birthday today. The somewhat uh, unique wife of, uh, let's just say, Mrs. Brock Lesnar and former wife of Mark Merrow, a.k.a. Johnny B. Bad, turns 51 today, so happy birthday to all of them today as well one 605 oh, six, four, 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 caller ID 139925-POUND, nine, nine, this is the wrestling debate show of course the human suplex machine is not with us tonight due to a concert venue but we do have the heartbreak Kid coming in on the wire however we also want to uh... like i said as i said folks, we have got uh... a lot to discuss obviously of course coming up uh, tonight here on the revolution show don't forget tomorrow night ladies and gentlemen, we will have our double shot two for thursday ladies and gentlemen begin at 7 p.m. with wrestling revisit at 139926 pound join gerard t smith and i in the talk show uh... Time Machine Show, as we will tell you about time and place where we're going to go. However, we don't know exactly where yet, but we'll let you know. And then at 9 o'clock, Wolfpack Radio will be getting underway. However, with the caller ID, 138521-POUND. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, this Monday on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie, myself, John, Gerard, and the rest of the gang and the panel, Way Too Tough, to handle will have their early thoughts, however, ladies and gentlemen, as far as what's going on, however, ladies and gentlemen, as far as... uh. SummerSlam and TakeOver goes. We'll give you our predictions. And uh, also, we might make some bets. You never know. Also, ladies and gentlemen, next week, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out, uh, excuse me, like I said, we will also be giving you our thoughts as far as that goes. A week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that will be underway next Sunday at 5 p.m. Not this Sunday next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, with Revolution. That should be a very interesting show. But, folks, uh, we'll let you know more about that next week. But this next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, joining Gerard, myself, Chad Hinshaw, of course, Sponzi, John, The Last Kicker, MLD, and the rest of the gang and the panel, way too tough to handle, at 3 p.m. with Raw Radio. So, folks, that is going to be an action-packed show, you can bet, coming up this next Monday, however, the 13th, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, who knows what we got in store for you. But... uh of course, last Monday I saw ratings, by the way, in case you're wondering what they were, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, how are, uh, right now, how are, I'm trying to see this right now. Whoops, sorry about that. It's a little loud. Uh, right now I'm looking at a video as we speak of John at the Counting Crows show. So, John, we hope you're having fun there tonight. Of course, John is at the Counting Crows show, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering where he's at tonight. Uh, but, folks, uh, like we said, how are, it is going to be, however, like I said, how are, it is gonna be a wild night. Uh, to say the least. Who knows what we're gonna see folks, but uh, it's gonna be a wild, crazy week of course. It I mean this week the superstars invade Greensboro and of course, like I said, how are, like I said, huh? Like I said, it's gonna be a crazy, crazy week. How are Greenville and Greensboro of course Monday and Tuesday? Whoops, uh sorry about that folks, I'm just like I said, we got a lot to talk about, obviously. Of course, the NFL preseason also starting tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. The Pittsburgh Steelers will be opening up their preseason schedule as they will be taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, let's just say. We understand uh, most of the starters will be playing, however. Not all of them, but some of them will be playing. But, uh, of course, uh, Mason Rudolph will be uh, getting the nod in the game tomorrow night, of course. A lot of people talk about that, of course. Uh Fonzie, I don't know if you heard the story. Uh, of course, the Cleveland Browns are back in the news again. I don't know. Did you hear the news about that?
2: Yes, I did.
1: Yes, Antonio Callaway, of course, getting busted for weed, but now they're saying apparently he had a gun in his car. Believe it or not, I don't know. Did you hear that story?
2: I guess. Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's your? Can you believe that? I mean, only in Cleveland. I mean, here's a guy who gets into trouble at Florida University. Of all the crap that's happened, however. With uh like I said, he was signed for marijuana possession, however, late Sunday night, how early Monday morning, and then he gets busted early this morning, however, for having a handgun in his car. I mean I mean I'm sorry, I mean, we laugh at the browns every year because they make so much uh let's just say what's the word I'm looking for? They make so much uh headlines however, and they made even bigger headlines today, however, with this whole thing involving uh Coway and the handgun now it just I don't know. I mean, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I'm just wondering how much more of an embarrassment do I have to suffer through? I mean, I've suffered through long enough for 20 years. If I'm, a, I mean, I know one of our my like, very good friends, how? Huh? I mean, he he grew up in Northeast Ohio. God bless him. And I know he's an Indian fan. He's a Cavs fan too. And with the Indians, I respect the Indians. Don't get me wrong. I respect the tribe tremendously. You can talk about their losing, but the Browns, Jesus! I mean, they have not been good. Since like maybe the mid '80s when they had Bernie Kosar as their quarterback, but I mean, you look at the last 15 years of that organization. Time after time, what they've done in their well, draft. Testaverde, yo, even going back to Testaverde. I mean, yeah, they had quarterbacks like Testaverde, Uh Tim Couch, uh, Derek Anderson, uh, Brady Quinn, Johnny Manziel. I mean, it's just it's embarrassing. You thought last year and this year especially that the Browns were starting to turn the corner. Finally. They had drafted some good ball players, but now I mean it's back to their old familiar tricks—no pun intended—with trouble. I mean, you have the whole Javaris Landry thing that they said. I don't know if you heard the whole thing about the Hard Knocks show last night. I think they premiered it last night. They're going to premiere it next week. They said that apparently, I guess, uh, one of the one of the veteran players cursed out Jarvis Landry for using foul language on the show, and they said that they did not want that to air, and apparently, it's going to air with him uh, basically. Uh, saying whatever he felt like saying, you know. But still, I mean, come on. I mean, this is just this is an embarrassment that Coach Hugh Jackson of the Brownies, no pun intended, did not need. I mean, last year, there were like four or five games they had during their season that they could have won, and they should have won. You know, they should have won. But no, what happens? Oh, yeah, they fall on their face, however, literally, no pun intended, and blow it late in the game where they can't protect the lead. Now this year, like I said, they made some big noise in the off season. They got guys like Jarvis Landry, and they got some other big names. I mean, they got some pretty good names, however. Yeah, what well, quarterback? What the fuck? <laughs> well, have no yeah. Ta- well, well, they got Tyrod Taylor. They got Baker Mayfield, which I think Baker Mayfield. How I mean, depends on what happens. How I mean, what happens this preseason? How I think the jury will be out on him. Tyrod Taylor, I think, for now, for the time being, at least for the moment at least until such time happens, I think will be the regular starter. But then I don't think it will be long before you hear the chants of Baker, Baker, Baker. And, okay, I understand he's 21 years old. He's just coming out of Oklahoma, however, and they think he's going to be the next great uh, quarterback, however, to lead that team by example. Okay, I get that part. Okay, don't get me wrong. I get that. But, like I said, the thing that amazes me about the Browns, after what happened last season, however, I mean – Hugh Jackson should have been fired. I said this before, and I said this so many times on all the shows—not just this one, but all of our shows, including Raw Radio—when I've talked off uh, the off the grid, off the off the off the uh, topic, so to speak, if you will—that uh, Baker Mayfield should have been and deserved to be let go. But what happens? The Browns tower figure, oh, we'll go with Plan B or Plan C or whatever, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna say, okay, guess what? We're gonna put these. Uh, we're gonna Bring him back for another year. I'm sorry. I mean, does this excite me that Hugh Jackson's back for another year? No, because I'll tell you right now, and I'm going to say it here and now, the AFC North division, and Fonji, you might agree with me, you might disagree with me, by far, is the weakest division in all of football. You can say the AFC East is weak too with Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets, because every year, look at those teams, okay? Let's look at that for a second before we get to the North. First off, as far as the AFCs goes, okay, you got New England, you got Belichick, you got Brady, you got Gronk, you got the pretty boys of Foxborough. Okay, case in point, I'm just saying that there's going to be some issues, I'm sure, this season, maybe a little bit, because there's been talk about what happened after last year's Super Bowl uh, loss to Philadelphia, because there's still talk about Malcolm Butler and what happened, that whole thing with Parcell- um, I almost said Parcell's, Belichick. Putting feelings aside, I still think New England is going to be one of, every year it's like they're the best team in the conference. There's no one can hold a candle to them. As far as Miami goes, I'm sorry. The Dolphins are a joke. Flat out a joke. They've been a joke for the last four or five years, if not longer. They have no one true quarterback. Ryan Tannehill's coming back from a very injury-prone 2017, and I don't think he's going to be the same this year. Unless he has a miracle MVP-type Tom Brady-esque gear, he's going to fall on his face again. They have no one that just really stands out on that team at all, so I think miamis you might as well put them in dead last. Uh, between the Jets and Buffalo, it's, it's a horse race with those two. Buffalo, first off, doesn't have Tyrod Taylor. They have Nate Peterman. Nathan Peterman, and they're coming back with a guy who has had his share of headaches the last couple of years, and LaShawn McCoy. Now, is LaShawn McCoy still one of the best running backs in the league? Yeah, kind of, sort of. He is, I think so. But at the end of the day, he's not one of the top elite. He's not like a Le'Veon Bell. He's not like Ezekiel Elliott. He's not like a Marshawn Lynch. So I want to say that Buffalo finishes next to last. The Jets, I know you're going to be shocked as shit to say, hear me say this, but I think the Jets are going to turn some heads this year. I really do. If they can get their quarterback situated with Sam Darnold or whoever's starting that team, and if they get their offense clicking, they could challenge New England for the division. Maybe. But that is a weak division. Now, you look at the North Division, now the AFC North, in our division, okay, Pittsburgh's division. Now going to talk about their division. Of course, we know what Pittsburgh's capable of, of course, but Ben, Bell, Brown, and the whole spiel there. I think the problem with the Steelers this year, however, could be their defense. Now, can their defense stay healthy all year and not go down with any big injuries like Tua, Watt, Brown, Tewitt, uh Watt, uh, Cam Hayward, uh, and some other guys? Yes. I think the thing with the series that's going to really be the test of how I going to be their secondary again. Their secondary for the last several years has been very, very weak. Yes, they improved a little bit in that regard by letting Willie Gay go and Mike Mitchell go and all those guys go. But, again, it's going to come down to see if Ben stays healthy, if Bell doesn't have an attitude problem with the coaches, and if Antonio Brown can can uh, just be one of the best wideouts in the league that he truly is. And also along with his teammate, who is going to be even better, I think, this year. Even though he's a little nicked up right now, I think he can get healthy in time for the opener, however. And I think he'll have an MVP season this year, barring injury, is Juju Schuster. I love the kid. He was great at Southern Cal. He had a pretty good rookie year last year. I was very impressed with him. I think he should deserve rookie of the year last year. And I think he did win rookie of the year. And if he didn't, shame on them, because I think he had a great season last year. I think he's going to be better this year. Barring injury and barring anything else. But I think the Sears defense, however, is going to have to really stay healthy this year. Bud Dupree, uh, like I said, um, Cam Hayward, TJ Watts, Stefan uh, some other guys. I think the Sears, however, are going to be one of the better teams in the division. I think they're still going to win the division outright. But at the end, however, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Baltimore, I think they're going to surprise some people. I know some people are thinking I'm crazy, but I think they're going to be a little surprising this year. Even though I'm not a Harbaugh guy, I mean, Joe Flacco's on his last legs. And I think if he wants to take that division away from Pittsburgh, he's going to have to stay healthy as well. But they got probably one of the best young studs out there in Lamar Jackson. And I'll tell you right now, folks, you heard me say it here and now, and you can quote me on this. And if I'm wrong on this, so be it. Lamar Jackson is the future. He might be the next Michael Vick, barring any personal issues, barring anything else. This guy is lightning in a bottle. I'm telling you, he was fantastic at Louisville. I thought he had a pretty good career there. Now he's stepping into the pros. Let's see how he does. I mean, Baltimore got some pretty good free agents, too, with Michael Crabtree and a couple other guys. I think the big problem with Baltimore is their running game. They have got to improve on that, I feel. If they can get better in that run game, they're going to give Pittsburgh all they can handle in the division. They really are. Cincinnati. Marvin Lewis, it amazes me he still even has a job. Let me tell you that what's going on there. I think it's amazing he's still employed by the Brown- Bengals. I most of like the Browns, the Bungles, as we call them here in Pittsburgh. And what else calls them? But Andy Dalton has not lived up to the hype I thought he would live up to. Yet he does have some good speedy wideouts in AJ Green and Tyler Boyd, who for the last few years have really come 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 together, so to speak. Losing to Tyler Eifert last year did hurt them a good bit of the season. Their defense is a little banged up too, but I think they'll be a little bit better than people give them credit for. But the Bengals still underachieve, and that's their problem with Marvin Lewis. He underachieves too much. Marvin Lewis is one of those guys who should be thankful he's still employed by the same organization. I mean, he's been with them for 15 years, however, mind you, yet they've never won the division. Do I think they could challenge Pittsburgh and uh, Baltimore for the division? No, I don't think so. Not this year, anyway. I do think like I said, Andy dalton has gotta stay healthy though, how are like I said, if he does that hold on a second. And like I said, uh like I said, if if they stay healthy, yes, maybe they can, but I just don't think this year they're gonna be able to. I just I just don't see it happening. I just think that they are just not how like I said, they're not really together there. And of course Cleveland, like I said, we've talked about Cleveland just now. But like I said, I don't know that the North to me, I think it's a little bit more weak, however, than it is. However, like I said, however, I don't know. It's just to me, it's just it's a crapshoot. It really is. It is, like I said, however, like I said, walk will wait and see. However, like I said, however, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, Fonzie, I want to get your take, however. Yeah. Uh, about the division, I mean. I said what I felt about the North. I said what I said about the East. I'm going to go to the South and the West next, however, yeah. as far as those divisions go. And I know we're way off topic tonight, and I'm sorry, guys, but, I mean, football season's here. I'm excited. Preseason starts tomorrow. i got to be a little excited. I want to ask you first off, Howard, about our division. How do you see our division going? We're going to walk away with it. I think so. Bell's, Bell's
2: going to be – Bell's not going to play. Because James yeah. Conner is gonna be a starter. Yeah. Uh, Keep going. Go ahead. Um, Landry Jones might be gone after the third preseason because he got Dobbs from Tennessee. Then you got Madison Rudolph. Um, Lon- Jones is a freaking a joker. Yeah. He stinks, really stinks. You know, but uh, we're gonna walk away with it, Evan. we're gonna walk away with it. You know, Ben, you know, Ben and, and uh, Brown and Juju can, you know, lead away. We're gonna be dominate team to beat in the North uh, or any division. Yeah, er tí er
1: Okay, sorry about that, however. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Uh, what were you saying now? You said uh, what were you were saying about the uh, North Tower? Go ahead. Fonzie, are you there still? Uh, I'm trying to see if Fonzie's here still. Okay, we've lost Fonzie. Uh, fortunately, Fonzie had to go. I don't know if something came up or not, but Fonzie, we want to appreciate you uh, calling in. We will, uh, like I said, however, we will check back in with you in just a little bit. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three nine nine two five. 605 ladies and gentlemen. This is August 9, 2018. The Iceman Jerry DiGualmo here flying solo tonight. We're respecting the King and Queen of Madness, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds Tower. And by the way, we want to send out a special get well and good luck wishes to Caleb Dodds, of course, the son of the Black Widow, Mini Brock 2.0, who will be starting eighth grade tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Caleb, i my half myself, uh, and the rest of the panel, including John, Fonzie, Chad. GTS, and Rhonda and the rest of the gang, Jeff and uh, JML, and the rest of the uh, big panel. However, we want to wish Kale the very best of luck in his opening of 8th grade uh, school year tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And we hope he is going to have a very good, and let's just say, however, very decent year in school. So we want to wish him nothing but the best there. Uh, Let's see what else is going on. We were talking, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit about what was going on in the NFL. And I will talk about a couple more, te- a couple more teams real quick. However, I'm going to get into uh, talking about, obviously, a couple more teams real quick, the AFC West, and, of course, uh, the NFC East, if you will, however, as well before we wrap it up here. Uh, as far as the AFC West goes, however, i want to tell you who I like in that division, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to that's gonna be a lot of fun, however. Uh, like I said, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that one works out, ladies and gentlemen. However... Uh, that being said, folks, I'll tell you right now how uh, who I like in that. However, uh, that whole division, mind you, I think first off how you take a look at the AFC West. However, it's uh, Denver, Oakland, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Uh, as far as who I like in that division, I like for some reason Oakland. I really do. I think the Raiders are not getting the credit they deserve. I think they've had a good off season. Uh, they've got Jordy Nelson, which is big. Uh, I think, barring any injuries and personal issues, I think the Raiders, despite the fact they have no home for the time being, however, could be the team that runs away with that division. I really do. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Like I said, however, I mean, we're going to tell you who I like in that division. Uh, Right now, who I like, however, like I said, Uh, as far as that goes, I do think, however, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, I do think, however, We'll see what happens there, however. Um, as far as who I it, like I said, who I think is going to win, like I said, I think Oakland's the team to watch out for. I think a lot of people are not giving credit. However, they had an interesting 2017 campaign. Uh, last year, of course, as you know, they uh, let Jack Del Rio go, I think, unless he's still coaching them. I have to double-check to make sure my notes here to be sure if that's accurate or not. Uh, the Raiders, as you know, had an interesting, uh, like I said, 2017 uh, I know they were really down last year somewhat, however, mind you. Uh, but unfortunately, now with the announcement that they're going to move into Las Vegas here in a couple years, however, um, I'm telling you what, folks, the Raiders are going to be exciting to watch this year. I really do. barring any injuries, I think Derek Carr, if he stays healthy, could uh, give the Raiders a chance to run with that division. Uh, Kansas City and Andy Reid, I have my mixed opinions about them. Uh, Alex Smith is no longer with them. Pat Mahomes is the starter. Can Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid get along? It'll be interesting to watch there, I'm sure. I do think, however, that they are maybe the third-best team in the conference, however, overall. I don't think they're, like, the second-best team in the conference, however. Unfortunately, I think they're number three. Uh, the team that, like I said, who will challenge Oakland, I think, is going to surprise you and surprise even me by saying this, but I think the Chargers of L.A. Yes, folks, the L.A. Chargers and Phil I think, will be back with a vengeance this year. I know they started out real slow last year. I mean, they didn't win a single game till October, and then after that they went on a tear, losing a couple more games late in the year that, unfortunately, saw them miss the playoffs, However, But I'll tell you right now, that could be the one team that could challenge Oakland for that division. I really do. Um, As far as last place goes, I think it's Denver. I hate to say it, but I think the Denver Broncos are going to be going downhill this year big time. I just don't hold my breath for them whatsoever. I think they're going to be really crummy this year, no pun intended. I think they might be the worst team in the division as far as that conference goes. And as far as the NFC East goes, real quick, however, mind you, I just want to tell you my thoughts real quick, however, on that division. Uh, I'm telling you right now. I think the champs, the Eagles, are the team to beat. Obviously, can the Dallas Cowboys uh, challenge them? Yeah, I think they can. I think they can. How I really do. Like I said, I think they can. Like I said, how. But, but I. I I do think, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. However, like I said, um, but um, like I said, I do think the Eagles are the team to beat. However, like I said, however. I don't know. It's just, to me, however, I don't know. It's just, to me, I think that the Eagles are the team to beat. However, I think the Eagles are tough to beat. I mean, Nick Foles is back. However, the Eagles have everything seen going their right way. However, barring any personal issues, I think they're the team to beat. Uh, Dallas might be a little bit better than people give them credit for this year. I think Dallas could give them a run for that division again. Uh, barring any personal issues, but you never know. Uh, Dak Prescott has had some headaches so far this summer that have driven me crazy, and I'm sure a lot of Cowboy fans crazy, too, along with Des Bryant. Uh, John's boys, the Washington Redskins, I think are going to be the team to watch out for in that division. I really do. I think the Skins, even though they just got Alex Smith and got rid of Kirk Cousins, I think the Redskins could be the overall second-place team, and I think that bumps Dallas down to 3 And as far as last place goes in that division, I think, once again, it's going to be the Giants. But you never know. The Giants could surprise you with Eli Manning and Odell Beckham. I mean, last year there were some issues with both of them. They could uh, overtake Washington. I mean, that division could be a fun division to watch. That might be one of the better divisions to watch out for this year, but we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, there. So, folks, those are just some of my thoughts uh, this year as far as uh, what's shaping up in the NFL uh, I do not touch upon the AFC South Division with the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta, St. Louis, and uh, San Francisco goes, as well as uh, also the NFC North Division. But, folks, uh, those are just some of my thoughts as far as what's going to happen this year. Uh, let's give you the number one more time. one 605 139925 Again, we were expecting the King and Queen of Madness this afternoon, excuse me, this evening. I should say, however, uh, like I said. Like I said, however, we were expecting the King Queen of Madness, however, Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we may or may not be hearing from them tonight, and if that's not the case, unfortunately, however, mind you, however. I said, um, like I said, however... Like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however, but like I said, only time will tell. Uh, we also want to give a special uh, shout-out, of course, uh, to the human suplex machine, however. Like I said, however, we are definitely going to tell you, however, about how uh, how let you know what's going on. Of course, we were expecting the human suplex. We thought we were going to hear from the human suplex machine, however. Anyway, like I said, however... Uh, like, like I said, we, are, we were expecting him in the suplex machine tonight, but unfortunately he is at the Counting Crows show tonight. And like I said, we definitely want to give a special shout-out to him, however, ladies and gentlemen, however... Like I said, however... Uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hopefully he's staying safe and careful out there, ladies and gentlemen, however... Like I said... Like I said, however, uh, he's at the show tonight. Hopefully, he's staying dry and safe, of course, uh, with the weather and everything like that, ladies and gentlemen. However, so, folks, that is, um, like I said, um, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, so we definitely want to send him, uh, hopefully, uh, get well wished, and hopefully, he's doing real well, however, mind you, however, we'll have to and see what happens there. As well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, however, like I said, however, we want to say that he hopefully is enjoying himself tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't think there's much else to talk about, however, tonight. how uh, I mean, I know we were hoping to hear back from the uh the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Unfortunately, Fonzie probably had a go, and that's understandable. That's the case, Fonzie. We do want to thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, folks, uh, we're going to play some music for you as we take you out for the evening. We're going to play a couple tunes for you. First off, of course, uh, one of the new themes of the WWE that I think everyone's going to like hearing. And then we're going to close out with our regular theme. themes. So this is one of our two closing themes of the evening. However, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, we do want to thank again uh, Fonzie for joining us. We will talk to you again next week, of course, where we'll be back with the Human Suplex Machine. And uh, who knows, we might even get into some early talk about uh, SummerSlam and TakeOver talk next week, folks. You never know. So, folks, uh, thank you very much for joining us this evening. It's been a fun night, as always, here on The Debate. Uh, folks, uh hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. hope you enjoy the rest of the week. Be safe. Be careful out there, whatever you're doing, weather-wise and non-weather-wise. And we'll catch you on the flip side. So, folks, as we uh, take you out tonight, here's one of our two closing themes for the evening, however, that's only fitting to close it out. And here's one of them right now. We'll close it out with one of our two funny themes of the evening and then a good one to close out the evening. So, folks, thank Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Take care. We'll talk to you next week here at the debate table in more ways. So, for the uh, Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And now, here are our two themes to close out the evening. The first one, being played right now. And now here's our regular theme, however. Right now, and I think everyone's gonna like hearing this one. Get you all fired up for football season. Yes, folks. We're gonna keep the hits on coming here, folks. How here as we have another one to close out for you. Hold on, I'm thinking. I'm trying to find it here, folks. Bear with me, how. Our... Oh, I got it. Hold on, folks.
0: My lights are gonna find me, but.